Thousands of people gathered today in Moscow to pay their respects to Alexei Navalny, the most prominent critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Navalny died suddenly in a remote penal colony two weeks ago. His family, his supporters, blamed Putin for his death. There was a heavy security presence at the funeral today. The public was barred from entering the church for the service. That didn't stop mourners from chanting Navalny's name outside. We're joined now by Francesca Ebel, Russia correspondent with our editorial partners at The Washington Post. She's in Moscow. Hi, Francesca. Hi there. Hi. So the memorial service took place earlier today, church in Moscow. There was a procession to a nearby cemetery. Set the scene for us, Francesca. Well, firstly, we weren't sure what to expect with this at all. There were warnings that there could be potential arrests. Um, For the last two weeks, essentially, authorities um, have made it very difficult for the Navalny family to claim his his body. Um, They, according to his mother, Ludmila Navalnaya, they prevented, they asked and tried to blackmail her into complying with an agreement to hold a a secret and and quiet funeral rather than a a public funeral. Um, And so they've applied immense pressure on the family. And I think everyone was expecting um, a very difficult situation today. Um, What actually happened was there was a very heavy police presence. There were walls of riot police and, and um, police vans and police on, on horses and, and everything. It was very visually intimidating. Um, but what they did was they controlled the crowds in such a way that it made it very difficult for um, the thousands to sort of congregate in one area. Um, so they were directing them um, along from the f- uh, funeral service in the church, along the bridge, and sort of a 30-minute walk away to the cemetery. Mm. Um, so yeah. Let so me, let me jump in there on that, and, and thank sure. you. So when Navalny died two weeks ago, hundreds of people were arrested just for laying flowers at makeshift right. memorials for him. So were there any incidents or arrests that you know of today? Yeah, I, I do know of a few arrests. Actually, most of the arrests um, happened outside of Moscow in um, other cities because uh, what Navalny's team did, they, they encouraged Russians across the country to um, go to local memorials and lay flowers or hold a sort of moment of remembrance for, for Navalny. And I believe that there were um, a, a couple of dozen arrests outside of Moscow. I know of one um, arrest of a Russian journalist in Moscow, and I'm, I'm sure there are um, several others. Let's talk about the service itself. Mourners not allowed inside the church. Uh, Navalny's parents were there. What was the service like? Do you know? Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get in either. I was sort of stuck outside with, with the crowd. Um, what I know and what I could understand from outside was that it was very, very short service. I think it was deliberately short to ensure that no one from the outside, I mean, they, they let a few people in. I think, I don't know exactly how many, but it wasn't very many people from outside. Um, they ensured that it was short and then they moved everyone on to the the cemetery Um, and then what happened is everyone was kind of stuck waiting in the cold for hours not moving at all just waiting to for the chance to to get into the cemetery and pay their respects. So Navalny's wife Yulia and his children didn't attend the funeral they live in exile outside of Russia. Yulia's been outspoken in her criticism of Putin has promised to continue her husband's work. What has she been saying today and since Navalny died? Um 
I think Yulia Navalnaya's grief and fury has been on full display since um, the death of her husband. Um, and we've seen that in the three speeches she's given, um, the, the most recent of which was at the European Parliament, um, in which it was clear that not only was she furious and, and brokenhearted and grieving, but she also wanted action. She wanted, she was quite critical of the West's um, policy on Russia and Ukraine. She said sanctions have not worked. Um, even, you know, supplying weapons to Ukraine hasn't worked and you need to be innovative. She told um, European parliamentarians that they were boring. Mm -hmm. um, so she's, you know, she's made it very clear that she's, that, that she wants action. She wants a, a different kind of policy. And Francesca, um, in just a few sentences, Navalny's allies outside the country, other mourners, how are they reflecting today? I think that... Even there were, you know, Navalny was actually, uh, to a point, quite a controversial character. Um, you know, there was criticisms of his his nationalist and sort of imperious views. But for, for a lot of people, he was really the symbol of hope. Lots of people have drawn a comparison between him and, and Nelson Mandela. They they really feel like he was the the one person that stood a chance of taking on Vladimir Putin. And he, had a, he was immensely popular. Um, and so his death has really for a lot of people, is really the, the end of that hope and Fra the end of that vision. Francesca Ebel, Russia correspondent with our editorial partners, The Washington Post. Francesca, thanks. Thank you so much.